Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome back to the football filling. How good has the festive period been for football? Premier League games on our telly pretty much every single day. And we are going to go through all the best bits right now. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Right, Happy New Year, guys. Mark, Dave, I hope 2024 is a belter for you guys. Um, we're going to start with Manchester United, Mark. Uh, Rumour, yes, straight away. You're a little bit deflated today, you are. We've already done United Stand this morning, and Mark is a little bit deflated. I can sense it. I'm trying to jam up. I'm trying to give him a bit more energy. Yeah. Talk to me about the game yesterday, Nottingham Forest, uh, a 2-1 loss from Manchester United. Um, <sighs> it was a bit rubbish, wasn't it? I'm, just, I'm tired of it. I'm actually getting to the point where I'm drained of it, because it's like... You just saw us against Villa. We played really well uh, for 45 minutes. And then it's like, is this going to be the spark to get some consistency? And then they just never have it. And it was it was just, um, I think a lot of United fans will relate to it. You sit watching that Forest game. You can see, first 10 minutes, I was like, they're not at it. Yeah, You could tell they, they've not turned the tap on. They're not. I don't know why this happens, but they weren't at it. And then as the game went on, you just felt like West Ham the week before. At some point in the second half, Forrest will, will break on us, the space will be there, and they'll score. And then you get, and then United sort of go, oh, shit, we're losing. Get back to 1-1, bit lucky. And then you think, there's only one team going to win this, and it ends up being Forrest, because they go and break again. And it's just, I just, I can't believe we've got such a collection of players on so much money, and all you've got to do is outfight them. And, and they, they don't know how to defend it, and they don't know how to score. Uh, what, what is the big problem with Manchester United? Well, they keep losing. The stats are telling us they've lost nine out of the first 20 games, which for a club that expects to be challenging, not only for the top four, to be winning things. That's the Man United we've all grown up with from the Fergie era. I just think they're so disjointed. They don't look like they're going to certainly score lots of goals, but defensively, yeah, look, we, we talk about the goalie time after time after time. I'm a little bit fed up in terms of talking about it. I think we all come to the conclusion that for me anyway, letting De Gea go were a massive mistake. But they're not getting the continuity in front of him with the two centre-halves. Obviously, Varane and Evans yesterday. But Forrest looked a threat every time they broke at him. And when you're breaking with pace, attacking a back four that is disjointed, it's going to be tough for you. And as I said, like I don't think the goalie fills me with confidence that he's going to make loads of saves for you. And when you're up against it, like United have been for season upon season, really, De Gea's kept them in the games and won them points. The goal is not doing that now. But it's disjointed because there's no continuity from back to front or front to back. And I think it's going to be a tough season for them. I think the trust's gone. You know, it's interesting what you mentioned about De Gea. I was told in the summer that when De Gea, the way De Gea left, a lot of the senior players in the dressing room weren't happy with it. Yeah. Not to the point that they were against 10 yeah, Hag, yeah, but they yeah. questioned it and was like... Hold on a minute. De Gea, last season, we built our season on the fact that you had De Gea, Martinez, Varane, Shaw, Casemiro, a unit that was something that everyone trusted and built upon. And obviously, with De Gea going and the injuries, 
that's just disappeared. And now you can see it. No one trusts the goalkeeper. You can't trust the defence because it's a different one every day. You've got an 18-year-old who I thought was unlucky to get subbed off or you've got McTominay as holding midfielder. And the whole team's just... You look around and then no one believes in each other. No one trusts no. each other. No one's got each other's back. It's just... Uh, you know, if, if, if the going gets tough, they, they bottle it. But you see Tenaga after the game, he's talking about getting players fit again in January. And it, But you, sh- you can't be bouncing it down the road when you're Man United. No, no. You've got to have a squad capable, when you've got certain players missing, when you're a Man United player, you've got to come in, you've got to hit the ground running. And look, I think Nuno's a good manager. He's obviously got some momentum early doors at Forest for sure. But Man United have to be going and winning that game. Yeah. If they're going to get anywhere near the top four, and that's not being disrespectful to Forest, they were the better team over the period. They deserved to win the game for sure. We talk about goalies. I think if they'd got a goalie who were of a Premier League standard, and it's not been overcritical of Matt Turner, I think they'd be in a much stronger position also. Um, but United don't look like they're going to win that game. I think Steve Cooper would have won that game. I don't yeah, think there's anything to do with Nuno. I think Forrest would have won that game. That's a fantastic wins for, yeah, for yeah. Forrest, by the way. Newcastle away. That was, that uh, was very Manchester United. Yeah. Yeah. Massive wins really pulls them away yeah. from there. But quickly, sorry, I just want to go back to the, the David De Gea thing you said there a minute ago. And you're right, because you think that little unit that they had, like, say, Martinez, Casemiro, Varane, De Gea, it's a ni- Bruno, it's a nice... It works, doesn't it? And then when... A club like United offer him a contract and then withdraw the contract. You've got to remember, David De Gea is all their mates. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if somebody treats your mate like that, it hurts. It did. It, it definitely stings. did. It definitely you know did. I mean? There was it, stuff going around last summer that it wasn't like we're against Ten Hag. It was more like, why has he done that? Yeah, that's not on that. That's no. that's that's not on. That hurts. That sort of leaves a mark. And you just think, you've treated him like shit there. I, I don't agree with that. I don't like that. And I think... If you look at the way United defend at the minute, let's, so talk, let's look at the Aston Villa game the other day, the first goal, for example. Leon Bailey standing by Anana. And uh, even then, I don't think it has much of muchness. I don't think that, as a goalkeeper, it don't really bother you too much, does it, that somebody's there. You're like, it's fine. It doesn't affect what I'm going to do anyway. But when the ball is just about to get whipped in, I look at that Man United defensive line and I look at the goalie and I think, the goalie's basically stood under his crossbar. You've got the, the, the line is kind of, you can just see it wanting to drop, kind of. You can oh, just yeah, see sure. him. You can just see him just waiting to drop. And I'm thinking, if this is a good delivery here, this is carnage. Absolute carnage. Anybody can get the first touch. Anybody can get a flick. And the way that it goes, the goalie doesn't want to come for it one little bit. Nobody really wants to stick a head on it from fear of it just going straight into the back of the net. And the ball just ends up going in the back. And everybody, I'm just looking at thinking, somebody take charge here. Please, somebody take yeah. charge. They're a bunch of individuals, and the funny thing is, last year, and loads of United fans will resonate with this, last year, someone made a tackle, high fives, fist pumps, chests, yeah. hugs. They, had, they, had a, they were a real collective unit. You don't see that anymore. You can see Varane, you can see Evans, you can see the keeper. They're, 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 there's not a relationship Well, he got there. a little bit lucky in the, early in the game yesterday, didn't he, Varane, when he, he sticks yeah, a leg yeah. out. And he, but, like, normally the goalie would be up to him there, like, you know, it's all right. We'll, yeah. we, you know, but it just looked like, oh, he's, he's left. He's made a mistake. We've got away. There were nothing within it, and I think that's a problem when you don't see that real team. And I think you've got to look at Ten Hag for that. You know, there's only, he's only got himself to blame. He's broke it up. Yeah, for you sure. know, the Mason Mount signing. He's he's made that signing. You know, the Anthony signing. He's made that signing. There's a lot of problems at United, but unfortunately, you can't not level some of it at the manager. Uh, before we move on, I'm going to talk about Man City in a minute. Um, what as a goalie coach. I want to, Matt Turner, the mistake that he makes for the goal, okay? 
I see a lot of goalies nowadays play, trying to play ball out from the back, and I'm thinking, whoa, that's that's asking for trouble. That is, that is, that is close to the bone. That right? Look, is that is that a Matt Turner thing? Is he trying to do that, or is that the manager saying you play when you can? And sometimes I need you to take risks and do that. How, how does that work? Well, look, normally the goalie in that situation through the week's training will have been told, we're going to trust you, we're going to play. But ultimately, at that point, you're virtually on 80 minutes, yeah. you're winning 1-0, you've had a pass back from the centre-halves, and if you're being really critical, neither of them really split to nope. give you an option to go wide. But the one pass that we all know is danger, that Man United are waiting for, is the one between the lines. Yeah, right in the and middle. he's already on his way, Ganacho. Yeah. He's, he sees he's going to play it, because the two centre-halves have not gone wide for him, and as soon as he's the ball's not left his boot and Ganacho's read it and yeah. he's on his way, and we talked about it a little bit off air, it's always going to be a, a tough, tough pass. But when you've made the mistake, don't stay behind your defender and let him curl it in the corner and not even get after it. Because you know as soon as you've made that pass, if they get this here, oh, it's no. me, it's oh. me, it's me. And you're thinking you're really going to double your efforts <laughs> to make sure you're not getting beat. And the one thing that I always knew as a coach, when Rashford gets it on his right foot, he's going to use that defender to bend it. And I just hope for him, when you make the poor pass, that you read the finish and yeah. get after it. And ultimately, poor pass, he didn't get after it. But he made a save um, a, a little bit later on in the game and they went straight up the other end and scored. And I have been critical of Anano for sure, but I thought the finish from Gibbs-White and the layoff, he's not saving that. We talk about the defender's body, but... it bent it round the body and into the corner and then he made a real big save from Bruno's effort from the corner didn't yeah. he because that is a tough Deflection, one yeah. Yeah. you know it's it, it's it's a decent corner because they think they're going to put it under the bar and whatever and when he hits it and it's coming through so many bodies and you, you and to be fair normally it's hard to get your hand up there yeah. so I was pleased for him in the end but I think for Forrest, they're going to look to try and probably get a little bit better in the in the goals, you know. Right, let's talk about Man City then. Um, a pretty sort of straightforward 2-0 win for them yesterday. But what I think is Man City will have looked at this little festive period here and gone, this has been belting for us. Teams mm-hmm. are dropping points right, left and centre. We've gone away to the Club World Cup. We've won it. Brilliant, fantastic. Not that it means too much for clubs, I promise you that. It doesn't. Um, but what has happened is they've got back, they've won their game and other teams are dropping points. And this is this is the big problem going forward for the rest of the season. But they've got a nice photograph before the game, didn't they? They've got all the five trophies there, just to show Sheffield United that yeah. they're coming to a proper <laughs> team. We'll have us photos taken with these trophies, <laughs> and off we go, guys. You know what I mean? Good luck today, lads. Good luck did, today. Did they win that thing they went to, then? Yeah, the Club World Cup, yeah. I didn't, like get, a lot, I didn't get a lot of... No, no one really took it. Well, nobody there, really no. takes any no. notice, because no, even Man City, are, I guarantee you that it's just like, oh, gosh, we've got to really... We've got to travel out there, play these two games, nonsense games, and that's... it. Just gets in the way really but, really, really. but the thing for me so I watched the um, Villa Sheffield United game which were them two games prior now wasn't it because yeah. Villa got beat at Man United but Sheffield United set up the same really they go really deep 5-4-1 it's tough to break down and Villa in the end got a point after losing a goal in injury time and that but you see City without Haaland they don't need to cross the ball in the box do they because obviously they, you get it wide relatively easy yeah. But the, without Haaland in the middle of the box, they weren't crossing it in. And there were just little diagonal runs in behind. And Villa didn't have as much of that as against Sheffield United. So you're seeing that City have got the tools to break teams down in a different way. Well, this is like City of old. So this yeah, is where, sure. when, do you remember when Aguero, Aguero would yeah. play? And you had like David yeah. Silva and Bernardo Silva and all those sort of players. And that's exactly how they used to just, 
oh, they would just pass you to death and they would yeah. suck you in, suck you in and then they'd get it behind and they'd cut it back and then yeah. they'd just slot it home. Yeah. And it's horrible to play. Yeah. I think I'd rather play against a current Man City team where they're putting the balls into the box and Haaland's just coming on and slapping it in than that old one because they can carve you open. But that's why I think it fell into the hands with a Haaland not playing and they were so deep, Sheffield United. Like, I saw the Villa game live yesterday and Watkins, off the ball, the runs, because Burnley were high, gave gave him the space to run. It caused Burnley problems. We're against Sheffield United, he'd got nowhere to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And City didn't have anywhere to go. Villa didn't have anywhere to go. But City can find the solutions. Because without Haaland, it was just intricate passing and playing between the lines. Yeah. And on another day, I mean, Sheffield United really would be, be happy at 2-0. Oh, 2-0. I'm walking away saying, so, where's Fodringham, right? We've had a good as, day as at the office there. Sheffield United, Mark. He will have finished that game yesterday going 2-0. Thank goodness for that. That is genuinely is a result. It's a win, yeah. Especially when you're one of the teams in the bottom three, yeah, like yeah, Sheffield yeah, United. Yeah, you're coming away from that game and you're buzzing with a 2-0. And that sounds really bad to say, but I promise you, no, but you could get done 6-7 so absolutely, easily. Absolutely, but as there. manager for Sheffield as well, they had two moments, didn't they, in the game. The cross came across uh, and the centre-forward got in front Kyle of... Kyle Walker blocked yeah, it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they got a block, they got a yeah. corner and they got a contact on the corner. That's what you're scrapping for when you're yeah, a bottom yeah, team yeah. going to um, Man City. Look, they were all over them and deserve to win. The, the the question for us is, do they get back into the swing in January? De Bruyne gets fit, obviously, we're on the bench yesterday. Haaland gets fit and do they go on this... 30 yeah. game run that they normally That's do the worry, and win it, the lot you That's know? the worry isn't it well I think, they, I think they are they've always been my favourite and I think that they are capable of doing it and, but, I'll, but I'll go back like to the Everton game um, and the Sheffield United game that's a penalty for, for Villa yeah. if they score that first goal against Sheffield United you've won the game that's not a penalty for Man City against Everton. That's yeah. not a handball. And I think that this league, Man City have been very lucky. And the, we all know what they're going to do in the second half yeah, of the season. Yeah, yeah. And if I was Arsenal, Liverpool, Villa, I'd be going, Man City have been very lucky with decisions so far. VAR has had a big part in this title race. Liverpool have been screwed. I think Liverpool would have another four points. Yeah. Arsenal we know about. Villa last week. And then Man City just keep... I mean, it's not a handball. And they sprint round him like, oh, it's going on, my bloody God. And he goes, it is a handball, it is. And you you watch it back and you go, that wasn't a handball last week. That's not a handball. And that that changes the game. It changes the game. So City have been very lucky. And I think you're right. The World Club Championship with with Villa dropping points and Villa and um, Arsenal and Liverpool drawing. You do worry about Man City. They're such a tough watch. I, I don't like watching them. They're just so relentless. Relentless. I relentless. Was, I, I, yeah. This was brilliant at the moment. This, as well. this was a three o'clock kickoff um, yesterday afternoon, and I'm listening to the radio. And the commentator is just—he said he, he read some stat out towards the end of the game. He said Manchester Manchester City have had something like 790 passes, and it's a 95 or 96 percent success it. rate. There were four short of the entire record. Yeah, the entire, that they had yeah. against Swansea so many years ago. Yeah, that was. If it, they'd yeah. have known that, they could have just gone. But, 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 yeah. and won and it easy got a few yeah, more in there yeah, and even he was saying he says and I know a lot of people will say it's boring and it's just predictable and you know what you're going to get he says but he says there's no team in the world that can do this he said there isn't he said they are so head and shoulders above everybody and when you've got players like a Phil Foden who now it's sort of it's like Players like him come in and out of form. Jack Grealish will come mm. into form when it matters most. Gundogan last year did it. Gundogan did it last year. Phil Foden now seems to be that player, sort of player where he's getting goals as well as assists as mm. well and his movement. And even then, like you say about 
getting in behind and cutting it back. It's the movement from some of these players, the will to want to yeah. go and make that run. That's the bit there that I've just watched. I'm thinking, this is why, for me, I'm saying as you, they will be my favourites to go and win the Premier League. Simple as that. Um, all right, you went to the Villa game yesterday, didn't you? Yep. You enjoyed it as well, didn't really you? Really good game of football. I thought both teams were excellent. I was yep. quite impressed with Burnley. Burnley played 4-4-2. Um, and, and really looked tight, organised. We know about Villa's high line, so they were always getting runners in. Yeah. But I was saying off air, and I know we talk about it such a lot, but VAR, I, I was there as a fan with my son, it just spoils the game. Mm. There were so many moments that the game just went dead for three or four minutes. And a goal's given, it's not given, Burnley get a red card, they, they go up on a, on a goal kick, flick on, uh, try to play offside, Villa is in... Scores, celebrating the corner, but we have VAR for four minutes. And in yeah. the end, the Burnley fans are, oh, it's a goal, thank you. It's two each. The moments are going mm. for fans. Uh, and you talk about then decisions. In lifetime, I thought Stonewall penalty. Yeah. But when you watch it back, yes, he touches him at the bottom of his foot. Tiny flick. But it's a tiny Come flick. On. And... Is it ruining it? I don't know. But because you know... Yes, it gonna is. Put I'll a... give you the answer to it. Yes, it is. But because yeah, you know they're going to put a still image on yeah. or a slow image and you can see him just flick him, yeah. it wouldn't knock anybody over. No chance. And it's going to be a penalty. And I thought Burnley were really, really, really unlucky to lose the game on a decision like that. And the moments didn't fall for him. I mean, Sanderberg, he gets booked on a second yellow. Well, I, I actually do blame Burnley on that. It's a throwing in the middle of the field... He wants to let it run across him and have a switch, but it's such a pressing trigger for yeah, Louise. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when you're on a yellow and the whole picture's open if you don't get the switch, it were crazy, but his first yellow's soft, and it's actually on Villa's second goal. The ref don't need to book him. In fairness, though, David Louise is a little rapid rat, and he's nicked the <laughs> ball, and Sander Berg is big old youth, isn't he, kind of thing. And he's well, what's he trying to let it come across his body for and switch it oh, then oh, when you're on a yellow? I know. But I, I really enjoyed the game, and that's obviously the first time I'd seen Burnley live this year. And to be fair, whether it's because the tactics of the game suited them with Villa's high line, but they were always in the game. Yeah. But as I said uh, on the previous bit, Watkins were incredible. But because he'd got somewhere to run, against Sheffield United, yeah. the, the last home game, when it were 1-1, they were so deep he'd got nowhere to run. Uh -huh. But here, they had a decent line, Burnley, in terms of up the field, and he made run after run, but clever runs, getting in behind. And that's why we had all the VAR stuff, because... Never His so runs close, were very good, so and same with Villa at the other yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. But it took a lot of feel out of the game. But ultimately, I mean, it, it were a magnificent win for Villa to, to finish he's, like that. He's incredible, that Watkins, as yeah. well. I mean, when you look at his combinations of goals well. and oh. assists, yeah, and he's got eight now. Yeah. But goals and assists, I think it's him and Salah, miles ahead. Yeah, yeah, he's almost yeah. become the Harry Kane of the, of the league this year with his goals and his assists. I'm not saying he's as good as Kane, yeah, but yeah. these contributions, uh, I mean, I was looking at it yesterday and he hadn't, Villa, he hadn't scored and I've got him in the Fantasy Premier League and then I saw he got two assists and I was like, you know, he's delivering, isn't he? But um, no, I think Villa... Having seen them a lot over Christmas, fantastic at home, crap away. Yeah. And, and, and that really bad away. Like Brentford, they would have lost if, if me hadn't yeah, got that red card. There, and then United. United, they were dreadful, really. Yeah. The high line away from home is a problem, as we've seen it when they've played Liverpool and Newcastle. But at home, they're great. And I don't know, I mean, Emery's done such a good job, but the, is, is there a tactical tweak away from home just yeah. to grind a few wins yeah. out? Because they, they, uh, uh, at home, 
they'll get top four. But I just I've seen them away, and I go, oh god, it's like a Jackal and Hyde. Asking for trouble, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, sure. I think I think when you're away at United and you tune up at half time, I think you have to tweak it a little bit there, don't you? I think you there's a way of playing football and say we're going to stick to this religiously, yeah. But then, well, the warning was there ten minutes before. Exactly, we were doing yeah. it ten minutes we've before half time. We've it before on on this show. Like they've scored um, against United two set plays. Yeah. So the game itself has been dictated in the first half on two set plays and obviously United would be really poor at, at both actions. But you come in at half time and you're buzzing. But as a coach, it's a such a dangerous score. Yeah. Sure. Because you're feeling it and you know if they get one, the momentum's mm. coming against you. And you know that you you're really pleased because I think Villa are very, very good at um, attacking set plays for sure. And they did some clever work yesterday, the same. But it's a dangerous score at any time. And a man, you had to do something. And when, as soon as the first one went in, you're that's thinking, it, that, the spark. That's, the, that's the thing. And you're up against it at, at Man United. But I, I'm like you, I think Villa at home have been phenomenal. But they have to do something slightly different to make sure they're keeping that top four. Can, can they get um, Champions League? Are they are they still the fourth favourites for the Champions League? Do you think? Well, it's, it's interesting. We've had this chat, isn't it? I mean, where where, where you know what we're talking? Spurs, Villa, yeah. Forget United, yeah. Newcastle forget Brighton, off Newcastle are going to have a horrible January. Yeah. Chelsea are probably too mm. far off. Yeah. So I think it's Villa or Spurs, and I mean it's great. I'm really pleased it's Villa or Spurs because they both deserve it, but. <clears throat> probably Villa yeah. yeah probably Villa yeah I think probably Villa just because I think he's a manager that's loving being back in the Premier League he feels he's at the right club they're backing him they maybe do some business in January but I think he, he wants to show the world if you like the manager that he's capable of mm. and I, I think he's clever enough to be able to make the tweaks we're talking about away from home to get enough points to get in that top four what do you think um no, I think Spurs. To tell you what I it is, Spurs. it's interesting because they're both, it's almost like the manager who just decides to be a little bit clever away from home because Ange again, yeah, he same. wants to play that high line and same, I just same. think, go away. For, it's a bit like you used to play for Sir Alex and he, 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 I think probably around the time you were there, uh, maybe you could take credit, he, in the latter years in Europe, he, <laughs> he'd just go away and go, you know what, I don't care how we play, let's be tight, yeah. let's, get a, let's get a nil-nil we'll beat or, anyone at home. and we'll beat him at home. We'll and I think that's home. maybe... I mean, it's sort of, well, maybe neither of them will do it, but I would look at it and go, Villa are not good away, and Spurs have, have been done a few times. Yeah, I think just Spurs, just just for when they get their injured players back, I think Madison's due back in January, there's a couple of players due back, I think they they might just be all right. But transfer window's massive as transfer well. Transfer window's massive, but everybody's looking for that player, mate. Yeah, everybody's looking for the yeah. same sort of yeah. players. Newcastle, and There's, only, there's only a few that can yeah. go around. Um, incidentally, a quick stat for you, that was Aston Villa's 26th win... In the calendar year of 2023, 26 wins. Only Man City have won more games. That's Premier League as well, by the way. Here we go then. Who is manager of 2023, taking into account this, the two half seasons? Not you, like you, You've got him here. Well, I, I, I was going to say, it's it got to be. It can't be anybody else. No. So, there would be second, wouldn't there? So next Monday, um, obviously it's FA Cup weekend next week, but we're going to do a, a halfway team of the season. Okay, We're going to do a halfway team of the season on the football fill-in. Um, and I think my manager already, I'll give you a little spoiler, I think it might have to be Unai Emery. It has to be. I think I, it has I, to be. I, I think it has to be. He's, the, the, the year calendar is phenomenal for a team it's like that. It's for me. Yeah, OK. Well, we're easy win then. Yeah, <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be an Unai Emery team, so we're going to play a high line, all right, is what we'll do, OK? Yeah. Uh, shout out Hugo Lloris, mate. 
Oh, yeah, big shout out, uh, Hugo. Um, lovely little move for that for you. LA uh, FC. Oh, that's, that's what dreams are made of. That's what dreams are made of. Oh, my God. 35 years old, living out in LA. Oh, well done, mate. Absolutely buzzing for you. Proud of you, mate. You've been an absolute servant for If you need a coach, I'm available yeah, to come to LA. good to go. <laughs> um, let's talk about West Ham, you lot. West Ham, um, still in Europe. Um, they have had a unbelievable festive period. They've beaten some incredible teams. David Moyes is still getting pelters all over the shop from West Ham fans. God knows why. Um, but it's been some sort of a Christmas for them, hasn't it? Yeah, I watched them against United and I thought for... I, I didn't think they played well against United, actually. Yeah. I watched that. It was, it was the day before Christmas yeah. Eve, wasn't it, on the lunchtime game. And yeah, they, I thought they were didn't play very well at all. And then United are just crap. And then... They got their goals and, and they won the game. But yeah. against Arsenal, I thought they were brilliant against yeah, Arsenal. I thought they were well organised. Organisation. Well. The defence was incredible. Yeah, they lost they? Paqueta, who yeah. was a bit iffy and then went off. But their, their, their transitions were good. And I think even, you know, I expected Arteta to moan yeah. because of the, you know, the, where yeah, the ball had gone out. out yeah. And I, I, th- I don't think he could. And he didn't because I think he was like, well, I can moan about that. But ultimately, <laughs> we didn't deserve yeah. to win the game. So I thought they defended brilliantly. Two clean sheets yeah. as well. Um, yeah, they're a funny team, West Ham, and I don't get why some of their fans don't don't want Moyes. He's won him a Euro- European trophy. They've sold Rice for 100 million quid. They brought the Alvarez in from Ajax, who I always knew was a good player at Ajax, a bit like Anthony. But yeah. you look at how Anthony's doing, and then you never know whether they're going to do that well. Like Van der Beek, he's been brilliant. Um, Jared Bowen is a striker. I like oh, that. That works. I love it. So I think I think I think to criticise Moyes when you I mean it's not just route one and we're good at no, set pieces. But I loved it. I loved it the second goal because I was doing a watch along and I went, we're probably looking at one of the best set piece takers in the world. Yeah. <laughs> goal. Just like, so simple. <laughs> yeah. Eh? yeah. But like I worry for West Ham fans. What do they want? Four years ago when he takes charge, the, the whole mantra was, let's make sure we're in this stadium, not in the championship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it's grown from the 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 the, the top half easy. Yeah. They're playing in Europe. They've got used to this three games a week section. They're building a squad good enough to do it. He knows the league inside out. They've made some really good signings. Got the stadium. I think they've got the team. They've got the manager. I mean, what, what six in the league? Three still points, in Europe. Three points behind Spurs, and still some West Ham fans are moaning. It, but, it's but what do they want? Yeah, exactly. What do they want? Come on, it's. Yeah. It, and man it for man, dream time to be there. Man for man, they're not. You know, their, their defense ain't that good. Man no. for man, when you look no, at it, no. you're not going to want to buy any of them. But but do you know what? As a unit, like yeah, said, yeah. the way they defend. I was watching that Arsenal game, and I'm, I'm I was trying to explain to Louis actually because we went to watch the Liverpool Arsenal match a few weeks. Like on, it was the same day, the 23rd actually, and um, the amount of times that both. Both teams had time on the edge of the box, on the edge of the 18-yard box, 20, 20 yards, 25 yards out. And I said, look, you see how much space and time Odegaard has got, he can pick out. I said, it's because both teams really like to attack, they really yeah. like to go for it. And we were watching this West Ham game against Arsenal, and I said, look look at Arsenal when they get to the edge of the box. Said, there's, got, there's nobody mm. there. There's no time, there's no space. And I said, that's because West Ham are basically, they're not camping, but they're a very organised unit who won't go gung-ho and just go and attack. So they know that they'll just sit in there. And then talking about the likes of you, James Ward-Prowse, imagine that. Imagine signing someone like James Ward-Prowse and knowing that every single set piece you'll get, he will put it on the money for you. So if you've got willing runners and people who want to attack the ball, it is a dream come true, isn't it? Yeah. No, here's a stat about James Ward-Prowse for you. Like, you know, what a great season he's had. He must have played thousands of minutes, loads of assists, 
Um, Calvin Phillips called up for three England squads before Christmas. <laughs> Guess how many minutes he's played for Seven. <laughs> 89 minutes for Man City. Premier 89 Premier League minutes. Oh Absolutely. my God. Um, no, anyway, West Ham um, and all you fans out there as well, get behind David Moyes. He's the man, honestly. He's the man. They're not going to challenge for top four though, are they? Um, I, no. I wouldn't have thought so. I wouldn't have thought so. They're the sort of team who can go on a two or three winning game run and then, but then lose two or three at the same time sort of thing. But, but they'll be fine. I'd assess them to get in the top Spots for a European campaign next year. Yeah, I'd say, win it yeah. or not. I'd say top ten this season is is Easy is, 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 is going to watch out for Wolves. I mean, I know we don't want to talk about Wolves, but bloody we hell. can talk about well, Wolves. Well, if they've not had the points off of the exactly. bad VAR, they might be in the top four. Top. Well, um, Tom, <laughs> who, Tom, you're a big Wolves fan. How happy are you uh, being a Wolves fan at the minute? Yeah, absolutely buzzing. Absolutely buzzing, buzzing. what he just said there. They are. They must Gary have dropped about 10 points from VAR. VAR as well. has killed them like killed it would them. be. Gary O'Neill has done so well this season. Not only the way that he's got this Wolves team playing, but how he's handled oh. all of the bad, bad VAR. injured as Think well. about the time. question you asked earlier, if we were having a manager of the year. Kept Bournemouth up last year, went to Wolves this year. Yeah. So... Him and Emery are probably the two that have been the main... That's a good men. shout, actually. I think we need to throw him in the hat next week in the Team yeah. of the Year nominations. We need to get the Bournemouth stats from end of last season, Jamie. This is for next week. And then the Wolves stats for this season. Stick them all together and see well, how da- many David Moyes right? wouldn't be too far off, no, considering a European trophy. Yeah, yeah, he won't be too far. Um, right, quickly, want to talk about Luton. Um, a bit of Cole Palmer talk, and then we've got the quiz. Can't wait for this. Um, Luton... Home form is going to be important for them. Um, the game against Chelsea yesterday, it was a funny one. Obviously, you know, 3-0 down, you're thinking this could be a whitewash here. But fair play to them. They stuck to it, didn't they? They kept going and they could have could have they could have yeah, actually sure. nicked something in the end, couldn't they? Well, the way they played at 3-0, you think it's finished. Yeah. But I think because they're always, especially at home, trying to be on the front foot, get the ball wide, get the cross in the box, Chelsea, in the end... Didn't like it, did they? I mean, um, they hit the bar twice, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. The goalies made a couple of good saves. And on another day, but in this league or in any league, you can't be 3 0 down. That's the problem they had. They were never close enough to get. Yeah. Get to it. If they'd until... have done that earlier, yeah, they'd yeah, have put, sure. gone straight to that, putting the balls in the box and yeah, really yeah. putting those defenders and that goalkeeper under pressure. Because they'll look at the goals they conceded, and I mean the first one's so avoidable. I mean they pass it straight to him on the edge yeah. of the box. It's a great finish yeah. for sure. The second one again, transition, and again it's a high finish, tough for the goalie. Um, but the third one, everybody's now calling him Cole Palmer because he waltzes round the goalie and puts it in with his right foot, could have done whatever he wanted. But they're real poor goals for a team like Luton to concede at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think on another day, and if they keep it tighter with the momentum they've got, they're going to cause teams problems because Premier League teams are not used to just balls thrown in the box like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Cole Palmer, by the way, eight Premier League goals for the season. Mm. Eight Premier League goals for the season. That's some return in a Chelsea team who aren't exactly ripping it up this year, are they? Do you know what I mean? You compare that with some of the players Man United have signed for a lot of money that have gave you absolutely zero returns on goals or assists. That's that's not a bad start to the Premier League life for, for Cole Palmer. He called Palmer. himself Cole Palmer, though, didn't he? Yeah, well, well he's the, the guy that was next to him. Who was it, Jay? <laughs> we can't ask the quiz master that question because no, he's not going to get it right, is it? Anyway, he basically said, this is this why we call him Cold Palmer. And then Cold Palmer literally went, yeah, that's why I'm Cold Palmer, isn't it? <laughs> Only, I think he said it like that a bit. That's well. it. Yeah. Um, well, you've got to have a bit of arrogance about you, haven't you? I mean, he I, has look, got a bit of arrogance. Look, there's a lot of arrogant footballers out there that he's a player, don't deliver. He's if a you're going to deliver, that's absolutely fine. Maybe he's a bit of a prat off the pitch, but so what? You know, but, but going back to Luton, um, they ain't staying up. Do you still not think No, so? because I said I had this chat over the over Christmas with someone. I said, put me 
someone else in that bottom three other than Luton and Sheffield United. Forest have just won two on the bounce. Yeah. Everton have got themselves out of it. Yeah, Bournemouth are playing got, great. Have just gone Brentford, Brentford, Brentford maybe. maybe Brentford, Brentford for me has been the big surprise of the yeah. week. The 19 points from 19 games. And I just think their home form, the way they play, I would have expected them to have accumulated a bit more. Yeah. But because of Everton's 10 points, I still believe they're going to be safe. But they've now lost three on the spin. Yeah, I mean, man. Wolves turned them over yesterday. That were battered a, them. Yeah, battered Absolutely them. It battered were a proper them, yeah. performance, wasn't it? And even though they've done so well, they've now lost three on the spin, Everton. Mm. And all of a sudden, you're back in the mix. Luton have got a game in hand of them, and it could... We're only away next week for, for Luton as well, by the way. They win that, the they jump it, over Everton. Well, that Sheffield Brighton, United Brentford Boxing Day. Back in it. Sheffield United Boxing Day game when they came back and won was massive. Massive. If anyone's going to do it, I think it's Luton, but I just don't see who's going to... They're all so wily, aren't they? Bournemouth and Everton's, they know what to do. They even Palace. Just get over, like, even Palace, like, yes, yeah. I think yeah. it was their first win in nine or ten games yeah. or something yesterday. But when it Let's, mattered, it's against Brentford. The, the one thing it. I want to talk about just quickly before we do this quiz, and I'm feeling good today, but the second goal for Palace... I watched the game and the commentator said it were a good dummy. Mateta tried to control the ball and he let it run under his foot and he's just lashed it in. He said that's a good dummy. Oh my God. I've never seen anything like it. It's a passing to his feet and he bloody missed it. He just missed the... the and he said, what a dummy. It's the best action of the weekend. Oh my God. The quality of commentating in 2023 has not, has not been that good. <laughs> that you were could, a dummy, seriously. It's the best action we'll ever see. <laughs> um, all right, and with that, I think it moves us nicely onto the quiz, boys. You ready for this? Yeah. yeah. By the way, scores and doors. Oh, look at this. It's getting tight, by the way. Uh, Mark on six. I've got five wins to my name. And Watto, three. God knows how he's got three wins, by the way. Don't you worry about that, right, my friend. Right, Jamie, uh, let's kick 2024 off with a world-class quiz, please, my friend. We yeah. good to go? We are ready to go. Ten <laughs> questions on the doors. Let's you go. Ready? Yeah. Who scored their first Premier League goal for Manchester United in their comeback win against Aston Villa on Boxing Day? Hoyland. Hoyland. Did you say first goal for Manchester United or first Premier League? Premier first League goal. Premier League goal. Yeah, good it's man. It's his good sixth man, goal yeah. for United and five of them in the Champions League yeah. with five appearances. Yep, yep, yep. And he's ill now. Got five. his goal, he's ill. Five of them in the Champions League against Farmers <laughs> teams. Sorry. No, I, can't, I can't read it, but he probably can. What? I can't read it, really. One well, no, Not without my glasses on. Question two. What was the name of the first black referee to take charge in the Premier League no. game Rennie. for the first time since fifth, in 15 years? Uh, oh, the guy I even read the thing. It's since, oh your, it's since your eye, Rennie, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I can't no. help you. Simpson, I was going to say something. Sam Allison. Oh, Allison. Yeah, I like uh, where you got Simpson from, though. I like I it. I remember like reading it. the bloody thing. Simpson and Allison. Simpson and Sam Allison, it's nice. Do I get half for that, Jake? No, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm sorry. Good for getting the, the other one, though. That's yeah. good. Can I have half a point? No. <laughs> Question three. Which player scored a hat-trick this Boxing Day? Which player scored a hat-trick on this Boxing Day? Oh, God. I was too drunk. <laughs> Come on, lads. <laughs> oh, no. Is it too much? Chris Wood. Christmas yes! dancer. I knew it, I knew it, I knew it, and I couldn't think of it. But I got it. Oh, that's you bad. Only the seventh player in the Premier League history to score a hat-trick on Boxing Day. Oh, Good start, that, Jay. Yeah. That's going to keep you as quiz master for at least another week. Get in there. Thank you. 
2 0 to Ben. <clears throat> Question 4. Former Ballon d'Or winner Andriy Shevchenko is from which nation? Ukraine. Oh, Ukraine, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that was bad. You were struggling to get that question out. I didn't know where well, you were going with it. I was just stalling it. Just I'm slower it. than a snail's turd today. Oh my god! I am absolutely. I knew, I said it to you, didn't I? I said I'm not going to do well you on did, the quiz. You did. No, no, but you're talking yourself out of it. Three nil to Ben. And you said Ukraine then as well. Same thing, isn't it? Question five: Who is the only winner of the Premier League who has a surname made out of only Roman numerals? What? This is a question and a half, this, Jay. <laughs> who is the only winner of the Premier League who has a surname made out I'm going to go of... G, X-I. No. It's not a bad guess, though. It's not a bad guess, no. It's Uni- place United. No! No, no, no. <laughs> that is bang out. I get to come back in, then, if that's the, if, if, if he's going to say that. Yeah? yeah. Deal? Mark yeah, Summer, yeah, Summer. Deal. No. 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 Deal. It is a deal. You're back in, Ben. Five. Four. This is complete. I can't wait to see the answer. I I think you're laughing because you know it's a duffer. This threw threw me from, like, this is going to piss me right off. (laughs) David De Gea, it's not him. (laughs) Vidic. V is five, I is one, D is 500, C is 100. Vidic. Well, I ain't so sure, but we'll go with it. You got that at home. Well done. Sorry, guys. There'll be, like, there'll be some right geeks going. Oh, yeah. so you knew that one. Who like played it. FIFA? Fucking, I was never going to get that. It's 2025, I'd still be trying to get that. I love it, Jay. Hardest question of the year? Yeah. For sure. <laughs> question six Who were the only team to be holders of the Europa League and the Champions League at the same time? Chelsea. Chelsea is the correct answer. In 2012, Chelsea won the first Champions League and the following season with Rafa Benitez, the club won the Europa League on the 15th of May, giving them the Champions League as, as the Champions League finals on the... Yeah. Yeah. Cha- yeah. I get yeah. it, I get it. Okay, Jay? You have to explain it, it's not yeah. funny. Okay. <laughs> Overall story, they had it both for 10 yeah, days. Yeah, 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 put the card yeah. down, we yeah. get it, we get it. What <laughs> <laughs> do you say I, what's I, about being safe for another week? I know, mate. Honestly, we might have to edit that, Jiminy. <laughs> You're doing a great job. I do try. Right? You're doing a fantastic job. Make the question. Keep those up a bit there because he's cheating. I'm not. I'm purposely looking over there. What's the scores? 3 0. 3 1 now. I might get better soon because I had my eyes tested on the 29th. And unfortunately, I've now got to the stage where I'm going to have to get some spectacles. You're so old, you are. You're so old. I know, but th- there's no chance of me seeing the answers. If he put it there, I couldn't see it. Right, come on. Anyway, come on. When I get glasses, I'll be better, Jay. Yes, you shall. <clears throat> X ray vision. Oh. Question seven. What was the name of the first woman referee in the Premier League? Sean Massey. No, no it was. She was there the other day. She refereed the other day. I read this. Luton Sheffield. I don't know. I can't help you. Karen Smith. No, Rebecca Welsh. No, I, no, I didn't know. I knew it was... Yeah. Sorry, Rebecca. Yeah, sorry, but... I don't know, but then again, what do they say? If you don't know the name of the referee, they're doing a good job. Yeah, true that, yeah. If you don't know, we're out. See if... Took us out that mm-hmm. one. Question eight, career path question. Are you good at these? <laughs> Gets me every time, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have played for Mets B, Mets, Real, Red Bull Salzburg, Southampton, Money. Liverpool. Money yes, is the correct well answer. done. Well yeah. done. If it's a Southampton question, yes, you got it. Yes, well done. Thank you. 
and the scores are three, one. one. Needed that one. Well done, mate. Two That's questions right. left. Oh, we can get level, don't you? Fret yourself. Question nine. What is the only team in Britain to have a J in their name? Wow. What is the only team in Britain to have a J in their name? There's a name I want to say, and I know it's not because it starts with a G. <laughs> I'll give you a clue. No! St. Johnson! That's correct. Come on! All I, had in my head was, uh, all I had in my head was Gillingham. Gillingham. <laughs> Gillingham. And I was like, it's not Gillingham. <coughs> oh my gosh! What? I was on my toes! Right, I've got a. I've sort of got to stay quiet here and out the No, yeah, that's you've got to play by the rules. No. If you know the answer, know the answer. I can't do it. Hey, there are no rules. If you can okay. try and shaft then, Mark, try and shaft. Shaft him hard. I'm going to say hard. Just down like say, it. listen, if I know it, and I'll go, if it's like Chelsea, I'll go, ch. And then Jeez, you go, nah, Chelsea. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Or Gillingham. Yeah. Gillingham. <laughs> Question 10. What is the name of Bayern Munich Stadium? Alain Serena. Yes! yes! And I knew He's that one. He's got it to come back. I knew that. See how excited he was for me? Come hey! He, he said, loving your... He said the Alliance <laughs> Arena is Allianz. Uh, oh, yeah. you know, Where's the line? Stop all Where's the, the bollocks, yeah. right? Where's the bollocks? I'm sweating now, pal. Tiebreaker. Hey? Alliance. Alliance Arena. Uh, but, but as the third... We'll spell it if you want. As the third party, I, I'm happy with Alliance Cause they, cause the answer's correct, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's correct. Billy, Billy Big Bollocks from three up, eh? It's a bit like Chelsea <laughs> yesterday. Luton have come back on your coattails, buddy. Yeah, and they fell short as well, and that's what you're going to do as well. St. Johnson's really upset you. Really good answer, that. I like it. Right, I'm sitting up right now. I know, you've got your shoulders. I'm, I, I'm out of the fucking set here. Yeah. I Don't let him bully you. No, I know, I know. <laughs> Final question. Tiebreaker. Who scored the winning goal in the 2014 World Cup final? No. You were both there, weren't you? Who scored? Has it Otto? No. He's got it right. It's Germany won it though, didn't they? Why? Why? That's that's so bad. <laughs> that's so what? bad. Uh, that is. Oh my god. No. Don't look around. No team. Uh, they scored. Oh I don't my know god! I can score. see. All I can think of is the. Did you? Um, no, the Brazil game. I, saw, I can't remember the final. 8-0. Yeah. It wasn't 8, it was 7. 7. Yeah, Watto won't get this. No, I ain't got it. It's Gotza summer. Mario Gotza! Oh my God, it's, it's a Luton fight back! Come on! No, come on, look at me, look at me. <laughs> this is a disgrace. <laughs> it's this not a disgrace! A I deserve it for getting St. Johnson to get to He's that stage. Come on! on Gotza! With the help of Mark, maybe. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I could have had half earlier, could I, in the day? You could have. Jay, have I won it? You have all. Yes! <laughs> Come on, mate, what a new year it's going to be! Disgrace, Come on! I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. You were too head. cocky early in the day, mate. Hey, get the scores changed. Four for Watto. Come on! The first winner, 2024. Yeah? Right, the new scores on the doors are six for Mark, five for me, and four for Wide. What a disgrace of a quiz. What a fight, Mark. Um, Luton, you've got a chance this year. Come on. I hope you've all enjoyed the show. Happy New Year to everybody. I hope you've had a wicked Christmas. Jamie? Questions were shambles this week. Shambles. Sacked in the new year, Jay. Eh? See you next week, you lot. Team of the year. Halfway team of the year next year. Next week, sorry. I'll see you next week. Bye bye. It is technically next year.